Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity, helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The Best of Times, your host, Gary Caligas. Good morning, radio listeners. I'm Gary Caligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine and radio show for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. I do thank you for listening to our show today, and also thank you if you're listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com. Also thanking those who might be listening via the Keel application on their Apple or Android devices. We do thank AARP Louisiana and Bears Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer for being the exclusive sponsors of this radio show to provide you with beneficial information each and every Saturday morning. In just a few minutes, you're going to hear about my exciting travels to the country of India. But I'm also going to have a special guest and friend who has journeyed to India and many other countries in the world. So she's going to give us some insight as well. So stay to the show for some very interesting information about travel from the United States to many countries throughout the world. It is Saturday, May the 13th, and we are broadcasting our radio show from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in wonderful Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept calling questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up our May issue, The Best of Times, at one of our 270 distribution locations. We do appreciate hearing from you. After you read our magazine, please send us your comments to, to my wife, the editor, Tina Caligas, or myself. Uh, we love hearing from our readers and radio show listeners of The Best of Times. If you're unable to find a printed copy of one of our 270 distribution locations, remember, you can always visit our popular website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com. To view both current and past issues of our magazine. In addition, you can listen to previously broadcast radio shows here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. In addition, you can view and download uh, Silver Pages, our 2023 Silver Pages, and view it and download it as well. Our friends at Ernest Arlene's offers the Best of Times special dinner on Thursdays from 4.30 p.m. to closing with fabulous meals at highly discounted price of only $25. It is highly recommended due to the popularity of this Thursday night special to make advanced reservations by calling 318-226-1325. Again, that's 318-226-1325. Our friends at Centerwell Senior Primary Care and the Best of Times invite you, the entire public, to the Senior Health Expo that will take place next Saturday, May the 20th, from 8.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. at the Centerwell's Senior Primary Care Center located at 2900 East Texas Avenue, Suite 100 in Bossier City. Of course, there will be free admission, free parking, light refreshment, snacks, snacks, Uh, Resource information, hundreds of giveaways we offer by the many exhibitors, free tours of their center as well, and you will be able to pick up a free copy of the the 2023 edition of Silver Pages if you have not picked up one before. During the expo, you're going to be registering for, for some fabulous door prizes, so remember, you must be present to win those door prizes. In addition, the attendees are going to be invited to be part of our studio audience. We're doing a live remote broadcast of the best of times beginning at 9 a.m. from the Centerwell Primary Care Center here at the Senior Health Expo. Pick up the May issue of the best of times to learn more information about this Senior Health Expo on Saturday, May the 20th. We'll be right back with more information, but now I work with my sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the best of times radio hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Bear Standing Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, probably presented by AERP Louisiana and Abers, Town and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Caligas, and I do thank you very much for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is a very special guest, 
and friend, Miss Judy Burnett. And I've asked her to be part of this show. I know everyone you've heard about me uh, in our promos saying that I was going to discuss my travel to my, uh, my wife and I travels to India. But I thought who would be a great partner on my show is Miss Judy Burnett because she's been to India many times and also many other countries. So thank you, Judy, for agreeing to be on this radio show today. My pleasure. It's nice to be with you. Well, again, I'm going to tell everyone how old we are, Judy, but we're we're up there. We're we're senior <laughs> citizens. But I knew Judy back in the nineties. That's it, nineteen nineties. She was a remarkable home health care administrator and, and ran a large operation in the Baton Rouge area and and also was I think you were a regional director as well, many locations. But she was and we became good friends back then and continue to be friends even after I left and, and I think she you retired just a few years ago, right? Uh, about, yeah, 10 or 12. 10 or 12. <laughs> it's been a while. Time flies when you're having fun, right? <laughs> yes, it does. But yes, you're a busy lady. You, she keeps busy. And you might want to tell what people what you do now. I know that uh, that you enjoy your work right now, right? Oh, I do. I love it. It's very rewarding. And I'm just as busy as ever. You know how it is. You never really truly retire. No, but it's important that you keep occupied, keep moving around. So again, yeah, a good friend of mine have uh, just breathed. Uh, incorporated, which yeah. is, we travel a lot, we do a lot of conferences, a lot of meetings, uh, we've written a book in the process of doing our second one, and do a lot of conferences and uh, retreats, and speaking for corporate people, and just enjoying life, so we're staying busy. Uh, she's a devoted Louisianian, but no, she no longer lives yes, here. But, but you're a big LSU <laughs> fan. Her Facebook posts are many posts that say she's a she's a super duper Tiger fan. So uh, that's I am the, a diehard. You are a definitely fan, a, you are definitely sure. a diehard. And we had a lot of fun during those eras that I used to go visit Baton Rouge. We we had attended oh, a lot yes, of a lot, a lot of stuff down there as well. So uh, so again, everyone, this show we're going to talk about travels to India. And uh, I could probably talk about my trip, and I know Judy could talk about her trip to India for hours and hours, but we only have about 45 minutes to discuss this. So, uh, Judy, how many times have you been to India? Uh, I've been three, actually, and wow. I'm preparing to go again. Wow, fantastic. So, uh, what what was your main rationale for going? Why did you pick India? Of any, of, uh, well, the first time I went uh, was in 2006. And I was asked to go over and uh, uh, be a speaker for one of their conferences over there and, and near Chennai. Are, um, and I thought, what an awesome opportunity. And so I began to make preparations to do that with a, a group called International uh, India Relief. And I really enjoyed it. I went over there as a conference speaker and a teacher of English of the, as a second language and also to help um, teach trades. To some oh. of the women there that okay. were wanting to learn different trades. Well, were you at all like I was, Tina and I were when our when our first visit to India? It was like, whoa! I I did not expect the amount of people. I mean, I totally I, shocked. I was totally, totally shocked. <laughs> So here, everyone, the people ask me already, I'm just going to give a quick, yeah, how, how did we decide to go to India? Well, we weren't planning, but we had, uh, we dis- we met some personal friends from India uh, during our, our visits to Washington, D.C., and they invited us uh, many times to come visit them, and so we said, okay, we did, we decided, we decided we'll do it. And they were remarkably kind to us and treated us like family mm-hmm. members and bestowing some remarkable opportunities, events, which many tourists will not be able to experience today. So, you know, some of the things that we'll tell you today, it's, uh, it de- depends on who you know, what you do, et cetera. But it was a remarkable experience. And, and uh, so I asked these individuals, as well as our friends, as well as others, what's the best time to travel to India? And they said definitely February or March, and that's where we went. Uh, because many other months are, are really hot and humid, but you know it's, it's still okay to go. But those months are pleasant. It was very pleasant, very pleasant. It, it, yes, it was in the 80s, 85, but very little humidity and very little smog and very little pollution. There, it's a it's a very polluted country because they have lots of uh, mm-hmm. still stacks. Right, you see everywhere. Um, they're still um, burning a lot of stuff. They're still having um, 
co- uh, brick making factories that make bricks. I don't know if you saw that in many and out in the outskirts, even the rural areas that make bricks mm-hmm. and, and items as well. So, so the other thing I want to tell everybody, you need to make a decision. Uh, it's a remarkable country. Uh, I would definitely use your, uh, use a travel agent, a travel tour groups. I don't have any recommendations for you, but I'm sure there are many, uh, that have specialties to take, uh, individual groups, small groups. When we were there, we saw many, many, uh, different charter groups, very small groups, very large groups, et cetera, that, that, that were visiting various low. And this again is a big country. Uh, some people say, uh, well, it's quite big and quite, uh, populated, but uh, if I'm not mistaken, Gary, they just passed China as they having did. the world's largest population. They did, and Delhi has about uh, anywhere between 35 million to 50 million. I asked some of the locals, "How do you know how many people?" And they said, "Well, we've never done a census, but that's a guesstimate." And I said, "Wow, you could be off by millions, right?" And they said, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Exactly. And and we were there, Judy. There was uh, they have pilgrimage all the time. We were there, mm-hmm. a, almost a two million people pilgrimage. This wasn't a major pilgrimage, but so they had extra two million people, cars, people, everything throughout the city of Delhi, and it was causing more uh, traffic jams. Like we'll talk about the traffic, but amazing. <laughs> more traffic that jams. When our our guest said, "Well, is Gary, you picked the wrong two weeks to come in March." Uh, because there's a major, uh, and it was uh, religious of the Hindu religion. There's something that mm-hmm. happened, uh-huh. and uh, but they, they were, you know, very organized and et cetera. But they were, they added another two million to the already, you know, thirty-five to fifty million people there. So Judy and I want to give you our listeners today some insights. And before you go to India or any other country. And uh, you, you, here are some tips. Uh, hopefully, if you uh, take take notes or you can listen to this podcast later on. First of all, and I, I know that Judy, make sure your passports are current with at least six yes. months of validity. Isn't that right? Yes, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. if you go, if you go there, and well, if you check, you better check your passport and make sure it's valid. Some people don't, and they'll check it last minute. In the United States, it's a little bit difficult to get uh, updated passports very quickly. And I can speak from experience on that. My daughter, many years ago, Judy, went to, to Europe, and uh, I thought I checked it, and she thought she checked it. And, of course, it was expired, and she already got flights and everything. And so Dad had to pull some strings in D.C., and that was several years ago, and paid the big extra bucks to get it hand-delivered and hand-brought mm-hmm. back. And we made it by one day. And it arrived, and we got the we got the new passport, and she got on the board the plane, and uh, and that, that was the last time I ever said I'm going to check the passport at least you know six to nine months before I go, et cetera. The other thing, it's very you, important because I had a like I usually do mine for like the length of time, and I list countries that I'm going to go to and may go back again. And when I had mine done, that was you could do that. So. Uh, like, for instance, when I went to um, India the first time, I had other places that I intended to go, like Kerala and some other areas in, some, in, in India that I wanted to go. So I prolonged mine longer than I planned to be there. Uh, and then when I wanted to go back, I already had those in my passport. Okay. So when they asked the question, did I go there? No, not yet, but I will this time. And I will go to X amount of XYZ country. So when I sent it in, I added those uh, those. Uh, province as well okay. so everybody miss judy's talking also united states passport but visas that get in certain countries certain countries yes, of the yes. world require a visa and it's not automatic you have to go on application luckily now most of the countries are automated that means you go online which i did for for india and you fill out this lengthy questionnaire and you have to Fill in all the blanks because lots of times it doesn't go, you can't go further unless you answer it or provide, let's say, a photo. This one requires photos of yourself. And uh, it's got to be in a certain format, certain type, et cetera. And then you scan also United States passport with them. And and so it, it, it take and it takes a while. I will tell you that uh, they were pretty quick, but it still could take weeks before you get your visa. And you have to get the visa, and you're going to keep that visa 
and definitely I would tell it you can load it to your phone, but definitely print it and have extra copies. Uh, and you show that once you enter the country, right, Judy? Yes, absolutely. And they will ask you, you know, some questions on that. Hopefully better answer what you put on your form because they have it right in front of them, you know, visually and be respectful when you come through immigration and custom. Um, flights to India. I, there are many cities from the United States that you can go to India and the various major cities there. Um, but the sooner you make your flights, and the, don't you agree with this? The better the connections, and also the better the prices. So don't make exactly. some last last minute decision about going to certain places. So, uh, and uh, again, if you look at the, the the world map, India, right? Judy is a long way from here. It's not. It's, it's, a, long it's way. not a three-hour flight or <laughs> two-hour flight. It's several times. Uh, uh, yes, yes. So it's a long flight. So if you have not experienced a long flight, or you don't like a long flight, you can take it in little puddle jumps. You might want to call it. So some people mm-hmm. do that. Uh, going to either Europe or going to Saudi Arabia, Dubai. Uh, etc. Israel, they'll they'll make stopovers and stay either a day or so to acclimate, then keep going or stop over for a few hours and go on. Now Tina and I on this decided we found a nonstop flight out of Newark, Judy, that went once I think it's once a week that leaves mm-hmm. out of Newark nonstop, sixteen and a half hours uh, on United and, and no stops at all. And so uh, oh, it was like, you know, completely packed. And we 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 booked that long, long ago. And so we decided to uh, uh, spend a little bit of difference and get get a um, a little bit business class so we could take a nap. I was going to say and, business and, and, class is, a ne- is necessary. Oh, it's, <laughs> necessary it, it, for that it's expensive, everyone, if you can handle it. I mean, we've been to China without business class and we've been to Europe mm-hmm. many times without business class. You can really handle it. Uh, but if you want to spend a few extra bucks, uh, and sometimes you can, if you get it early and you get lucky, you can get it for um, just a, a little bit, a little bit more than the regular economy or business economy as well. So, you know, that's that's the choice there. But but again, so when I tell people lately, I, 16 and a half hours. What did you do in 16 and a half hours? Well, you're going to eat lots of meals. You're going to watch lots of movies. Mm-hmm. You're going to read your books. And and it's important, everyone, if you're on a long flight, no matter how long, if it's at least eight hours or longer, you need to get up and move around and uh, get some move some move around. It's it, because you don't need to be in your seat all that time it can get it's not good for your health not good for your legs not good for your circulation you know, your circulation everything you need to your heart you really need to get up and move around so judy when you went in 2006 did you have to get a lot of extra vaccines or, and, and a, a lot of other precaution medicare precautions no, I did do the malaria, which was recommended, and a couple of other vaccines that I don't really remember. But not, I did not have to get a lot of vaccines to go to India the first time. No. Yeah. When we went this recent March, we were told by the State Department that you did not have to get the malaria unless you went to certain areas of, of India. So we were not planning to visit those areas that requ- that required or strongly suggested that you get the malaria um, pills, vaccine, whatever it was. But they did highly recommend, which I got it, is a tetanus. Uh, if you haven't had that in a few years, in any country you go to, you need to get that because, you know, that that is uh, necessary. But you can always, always visit a United States State Department, CDC, and they will advise mm-hmm. you on what necessary vaccines or precaution. Now, here's the major one that Judy and I will want to discuss with everyone is I had a recent uh, lady come up to me and she's going to go to Italy and she's first time ever to go to Europe, first time ever to go to Italy. And she would just I said, yeah, I've been. And for some reason, she heard Judy that I was going to do this show. And she said, you got any advice for me? I said, well, lots of things I could tell you. Uh, that one thing I don't know I, I happened to think about I says because I know this is a, a, a fallacy and I said do you uh, I, well, I knew the lady was Medicare or, or she was in her 70 she's 71 mm-hmm. if I, you told me I mean surprisingly she told me Judy but she said uh, oh I'm, I've got Medicare insurance so when I go to Italy I I'm, should be covered by the Medicare program I says well not necessarily uh, 
And she said, what was that? I said, well, have you checked with your health care provider? She said, well, that's the government. I said, well, look on their website, but also check if you have a Medicare supplement, or, and this lady had an HMO. And I said, well, you better check with your your HMO because I seriously doubt they're going to be covering. And she said, what do I do? I said, well, you can get uh, short-term insurance even if you're Medicare eligible. And she said, you can check their many suggestions. Just, I hate to say Google it, but you can Google it. And there are right. many, many, many out there, and they're very good. And uh, we always do that uh, for any trip we take uh, in, in mm-hmm. foreign countries. It's important because it's it's better to have uh, that. You may not ever be sick. You may not ever need it, but it's that rest assured uh, peace of mind, you might say. And uh, and it, most of them include trip delay, cancellation, bag loss, and et cetera. So it's important, everyone, don't assume that your insurance carrier, even if you've got a private insurance carrier and you're, you're not Medicare, that it's going to cover you outside the United States. So make sure you check that. Uh, check it twice. And if not, those policies range, it's hard to say, but I mean, I've got them as, as cheap as $200. It depends on how many mm-hmm. days, which you go, if you're on a cruise ship, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, it depends on what countries and there, there's so many factors involved. Uh, the other thing people uh, uh, don't know, and I'm telling you it's happening more and more is yes, people have, have credit cards, you take. You need to have at least one or more credit cards when you go over there. Most countries yeah, now absolutely. will take credit cards, and hopefully, you're going to get a credit card, right, Judy, that doesn't charge you a exchange rate. Yeah. because there are some that <laughs> right. do charge you, and that could be substantial. So be very careful about that. Mm-hmm. But I want to mention everyone: if you have not done this before, and you go into various countries—Europe, Asia, South America, etc.—you need to tell your credit card company that you are traveling. By on a, for a certain dates, and it, they keep it confidential. You call them and tell them I'm going to the following country or countries in a time period. And why is that important? Well, if you don't, and you go there and you charge it, they're going to possibly deny your charge, thinking your card was stolen, put on the black market, and used in India. But you're there actually buying something or at a restaurant. Have you had that happen before, Judy? I have not because I made necessary preparation. <laughs> <laughs> long as you do that. I've I've gone to a country no. <laughs> and I thought I had called in the card and I didn't and they mm-hmm. denied it. And so and I mean that was the only card I had with me that day. I had other cards and so uh I called them on the back of the card and God, getting through international call is it, it takes easy. <laughs> not easy. And I finally got hold of them and I'm at this fancy restaurant and I said, I'm here. And she, and she said, and of course, they ask you 14 questions to find out it's valid. Mm-hmm. So they yes, it, it worked. Right. And then they they transmitted back to this restaurant and let me pay by credit card so I don't have to go wash dishes. And <laughs> <laughs> that good. Tina said, you'd be washing the dishes, not me. So, of course, yes. <laughs> that that's called delegation. Is right. Is right. So everybody hold that's that right. thought. Hold that thought. We'll be right back with more information. But now I work for our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana and Bears, standing country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AERP Louisiana Neighbors, tending country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a very special guest and friend, Miss Judy Burnett, who's, who's helping me discuss our travels to the country of India. So thank you, Judy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Oh, it's so nice to be with you. So, again, I, I feel that we need to touch a few more helpful hints to our listeners out there who may be traveling abroad this this uh, spring and summer and, and October that uh, uh, some people are saying, uh, well, I've had a lot of people ask questions, and that's why. One of them, Judy, they, um, they asked, well, should I take the currency of the country I'm visiting in? Did you take rubies when you went to India? I said, yes, I did. 
And I, when I when I got there, I did have some money transferred into Ripley. It's important because yes, exchange absolutely. rate is generally better uh, at home. Mm-hmm. You can get it in the airport, but it's going to be higher, and you can get it. And waiting in line, banks, the banks, uh, I did not see that many bank in, in, in Delhi. Maybe I wasn't looking for them. So it's going to save you some time. Most... Few places in India, except I don't know about you, Judy, accepted U.S. dollars. I had a few with me, and definitely none of them would accept personal checks. And of course, credit card right, payments no. work most places. Uh, mm-hmm. And but remember, some locations don't accept credit cards, so you're going to have to have some small amount of money. I mean, what? How much to take? It's all variable. But I'm telling you, every every city in the United States, through your bank, you can request the money of that country. It's good to have at least a, a couple of hundred dollars equivalent uh, to take with you for for tips to buy little items to uh, a quick soft drink or True. and to be and to be aware that their money exchange i mean i i was i thought i was doing a good deed and i i was <laughs> with some people there because i was in the southern part of india and so they were going to the bank that day i said well i gave him a hundred dollar bill and i said bring me back as many rupees as this will buy yeah well i had i had no idea how many rupees that was Oh, no. And so then I had to try to find a place to put all of those rupees. <laughs> there were a so, lot of them. Uh, there were a lot of them. Just, a lot uh, of them, exactly. A lot of them. So, and it's it's uh, like there's thousands. I can't remember the conversion rate. It was several. I mean, lots of little um, Gandhi bills, whatever they call them. Uh, the other, the other, <laughs> uh, the other thing I want to mention about cell service. Most countries now throughout the world have cell service, and most U.S. carriers. Uh, you can tell them that you're traveling to a certain country. And, and, the, and while we were in India, the cell service was excellent and the Internet service was excellent. So, again, uh, it de- probably depends on the country and where your locations are. But it definitely helps it you. In it na- does. Mm-hmm. It definitely helps you in navigation and keeping in touch with your, your people at home, but also making advanced reservations for tours, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, um, now, we were in two different locations. You were in New Delhi, which I have been there, which is totally wonderful. And most of the things that we need, we have in America are there, all the shopping, all the malls, the high-end places. Oh, yeah. I was in the southern part, close to Nepal, all the way down to the bottom. Wow. And sometimes my sales service was nil. Mm. Uh, so I, you have, it depends on the area. Yeah, that it you're depends going. on the area, and you need to tell your cell yeah. service provider that. Mm-hmm. We we were. And my cell service was very aware, and I was very thankful for that. So when I was able to make a call, it was clear, it was fine. But to some of the lower places that we went, uh, there was no cell service. Yeah. Uh, we were in Agra, not, Agra in Delhi, and Junipur, so we were in three cities. Mm-hmm. We went to three cities in the, in the, in the mm-hmm. two weeks. The other thing is medicines. People think that if they forget their medicines, they'll be able to get their prescription medicines in a country. Don't assume that. Sometimes it could be quite difficult. So make sure you bring enough medicines, especially your prescription medicine, that you can take with you for you or your loved one. It's not sometimes not easy to, to obtain. And also sometimes the uh, type of medicine may be slightly different, especially in mm-hmm. Europe and in Asia. Uh, uh, what medicines we have, the high quality control in the United States is not the same in some of those countries. Don't you agree? I that- did notice that a lot. Yes, I did notice a lot of the the ones in India. Uh, we had to have our own uh, medication, you know, because uh, I, like like you said, I, I don't think I would be uh, comfortable getting a prescription field there, even if I could. Now, Israel uh, and Turkey, completely different stories there. But in India, not so much. Right. The other thing important, everyone, is when you go to a country, research the power adapters that you might need for your phones, iPhones, computers, etc. Computers. Oh, wow. And getting converters at a hotel or through your tour guide services might be available, but... Don't assume it. It's it's good to to get them in advance. They're not expensive, uh, especially going to be there a long time. The sharing with them, uh, and the other thing, I mean, some ladies love to use the curling irons and hair hard uh, hair dryers. Some of those converters can't handle them, and some of the local power in those cities can't handle it as, as well. So you got to be very <laughs> careful. You know, blow fuses, and those sometimes they get real irritated when you start blowing stuff like that. Uh, so. Uh, Oh, well, a couple other. Now, quick... let me just say this, Gary. I I did find a lot of the adapters that we needed 
uh, as, as as simple as your local, uh, you know, stores around like uh, the Walmarts, the Targets, oh, yes, places definitely. like that. Definitely. And they're very reasonably priced. No, and they're reasonably priced here, but when you're in a crisis mode in a certain country, sometimes they will they will charge you an arm or leg to get those to convert back to uh, the whole, exactly. to, to the U.S. U.S. type 120 products. The mm-hmm. other the other thing I I um, of course I'm telling people find that tour company and review their itinerary, but do some research about visiting the places. So tour guides are great and a must, but doing your own uh, is is uh, difficult, but it's good to have a little bit of knowledge before your tour director talks your ear. I mean, I love them. We had them when we were in India. They were great, but I'm glad I did a little bit of research before, and, and that, you know, as well. One other thing, I don't know if you've done this before, Judy. It saved me a couple of times in, in Europe is letting the State Department be informed of your visit to a country. You can contact the United States Embassy State Department here in the United States and tell them. You can load into a system, and it tells you by your passport number, et cetera, where you're going to be. And why is that? Especially if you have a stolen passport or you have a major injury, The that's our home home uh, in a foreign country. The United States Embassy is there to help you, and they have helped Tina and I in, in many situations. Uh, and they're there to help. And also, if you if you register with them, if you know this, Judy, if you've done this before, they send you text messages about areas to avoid in a certain country, yeah. city, etc. When we were in uh, certain places in Europe, uh, we would get text messages all the time, and especially in and even in England, they would tell you avoid a certain area, suspected this, suspected that. And I mean, yes, maybe the news media had it, but our State Department is looking out for us as well. So that that they is, are, and that's a very wise thing to do. We did the same thing. Mm-hmm. So let's let's go uh, into. India a little bit, but we got one more break after one more segment after this. There's so much to do and everything. But uh, first of all, many in India, you're going to be shocked. Oh, let's talk about renting a car. I had one person and said, Gary, did you, you and Tina rent a car? No. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Driving in that country? I thought Europe was bad and Italy and Paris. No way would I ever drive. This is the worst ever. And And a lot of people don't know this. They have British influence. So you're driving on the different side of the road like they had in England, mm-hmm. like England and the Bahamas. So you've got to be a very experienced driver because making those left turns are not the most exciting things to do. I mean, Tina's, T- Gary and Tina have driven uh, in, uh, in Jamaica and the Bahamas. That's difficult. I mean, it is really, you really have to concentrate. In my, my age, Judy, I'm not going to concentrate that much. So uh, <laughs> I'm glad I Ubers and Lyfts are available in most countries now, especially big cities like uh, Delhi has them and many other countries in Europe and mm-hmm. even Asia. So it's, you know, letting other people do the driving. And, and I'm telling you, you're going to be stressed out unless you're very good, very good. One thing that our guest even forewarned us is, and uh, throughout the world, it's sad. You know, we have those pickpocket people, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's sad that, and they are extremely good. I don't know who teaches those people, but they were they're remarkable throughout the world. But I will tell you, I would put the India pickpocket people and criminals on the top of my list. They were the so would I, and I've been to many countries just like you. They they are so well educated. I'll put Gary, it that I will tell my listeners, I got taken three times. Once at the airport when I arrived before we saw our guests. And the only thing, though, I was forewarned. And so in my back pocket, I put a wad of paper. That's the other thing I was going to suggest to everybody. You always bring paper in various countries because paper is a high uh, important commodity to have when you go to the restrooms or wiping yourself, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So <laughs> I, I was the mass of people going to get their bags uh, I felt somebody very, you know, they're, they're all bumping into me. And all of a sudden, this person just went right by me real fast and went, zoomed by me and Judy, and then stopped and turned around and showed me my napkins in his what they, hand. What they had taken, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, like, gave me a cuss word. I don't know what language it was. Mm-hmm. 
because he didn't get my billfold. My billfold was in my front of my pocket. In a, Which is what he was probably after anyway. <laughs> but he but he but he saw the back pocket pooching and thought it was probably mm-hmm. a, you know my another billfold or a billfold and it looked like a billfold but so I put him in a little mm-hmm. package. So they, they but Judy he turned around and and uh, and gave me this um, you know insinuating look. But somebody around you need to yell he's a he's a criminal. I said. I don't want to tell you, he stole paper. I mean, he probably stole other people's <laughs> stuff, but he but he ran off. But he turned around and and, and uh, everybody said, was I had to say this people were laughing, but you know I got him. You know he was, but it happened two mm-hmm. other times uh, throughout the country, different locations. I always keep paper back and I always have a little. Uh, and and it happened two more times in that whole country. And wow, tw- all three times I did not feel at all. So it's like wow, wow. Well, hold that thought. We got one more segment. We're going to talk all about India at this next segment. So hold hold your thoughts. We'll be right back with more information. But now, work my sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Ten and Country of Shreveport, your Dodge Chrysler Ram and Jeep dealer. Gary Kaligas will be right back with more Best of Times Radio Hour after this on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Gary's back with more Best of Times Radio Hour on 1017 FM and 710 Key. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by AARP Louisiana Neighbors, Tenant Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is a very special guest and friend, Miss Judy Burnett, and she's been helping me uh, explain to our listeners about travels to India and other foreign countries. So thank you, Miss Judy, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Oh, I'm so glad to be here. It's so nice to be with you guys. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about what to do, what to see, what uh, and, and when you arrive into into India. Okay, so should we tell them be patient? It's a long flight. Yes, be so, very patient. And, There's a and, lot of people there. And, you might be exhausted after, I don't care how long it takes you to get there, you might be. So be be very careful about that first few hours. Take it easy a little bit. Might rest a little bit. Avoid doing anything until the next next day. Most tours do that. Uh, if you're on a long tour, we've been on tours, they don't do anything uh, right the first day. Just relax a little bit. Um, how about this? Uh, this is a country with how many languages, I was told? They have lots of languages. In India, I want to say thirty-nine to fifty-nine. That's just yeah, the last count I had. There's quite Something a like few. Their mm-hmm. lights, they're slightly dialects are different, so you're going to hear lots mm-hmm. of different languages. Uh, but again, this country was was uh, taken over by the British, I believe, in 1804. So there's a lot of British influence, and you're going to hear a lot of people speaking the the king's english or try to mm-hmm. and so there's a there's a lot of people that uh, you will, you will be able to understand many of the menus there are in english uh and at low stations most of the hotels have english speaking guides and presenters so uh, you, you you know be aware of that the other thing that got a few uh, uh some of my friends were asking me about uh, uh did you enjoy their beef there is this they don't serve beef. Uh, cattle are sacred. I have, to, I have to be honest with you. I did not eat any meat while there. Oh, I didn't either. Our guests were remarkable that we stayed with. They're vegetarians. They're Hindus. So mm-hmm. we had vegetarian yeah. breakfast, lunch, and dinner, which was mm-hmm. very healthy, very good. I've had vegetables and cooked in so many different ways. I was, like, amazed. Fresh fruit. I mean, it was the vegetables were remarkable. Of course, when our yes, guests took us out, they more than glad said, you know, you can definitely have chicken and seafood and 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 even mutton. I I was shocked they had mutton, but lamb mm. is, is available. Uh, but of course, no beef. Uh, you're not going to find a McDonald's burger or Burger King there no, that serves. They have them, but they serve chicken burgers or vegetable burgers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you, so, but again, it the various it, uh, India cuisines are remarkable, and some of the things you've probably never heard of in the state, and they're authentic. Uh, everywhere we went, even restaurants and local. When when our fa- when our host family served us and cooked for us, and and they're in their particular facility there. It was totally remarkable. And 
spices, right, Judy? I think it's known as I the, spi- the spices. The, I think it's known as the spice capital of the world. Uh, there's and they're more, wonderful. I mean, South Louisiana has a lot of spices, but this, they do have great spices. Yeah, I mean, there was one place I, I can't remember that uh, that in in Delhi that it, it there's a certain area we went to. It's like the largest. Yeah, the the market in Delhi, the Karari Balot market in Delhi, is the largest spice market in all of Asia since the 1700s. It was massive, massive. And you had every spice you could conceive of. Well, our guests make sure that we tried all different types of spices. And by the way, mm-hmm. the, the teas were yeah. nothing like you'll have in the States. The different types of teas. And that's what, of course, but the they're British, very good. They're all oh, they're excellent. And, you know, that's why the British loved India is they took all their teas and brought it back to the, you know, brought it back to England. So, uh, you know, that that was it. Many of the restaurants that we went to offered, of course, the traditional meals and vegetarian and non-vegetarian. So, and uh, but one thing I will caution, even when my guests were just so wonderful and accommodating to Gary, they knew Gary was not the. According mm-hmm. to we had, we had gone to dinner with them before in, in areas in the states, and they knew that my spice level, Judy, was low. So I like it at a one or two. Tina likes it at a <laughs> ten or higher. And so yes, you, I'm with Tina. Yeah. Oh my word. I yeah, mean, I'm with Tina. Though. So be prepared. I had the Pepsi. I had the, but they were accommodating. They most of the time when they cooked in in their in uh, in the home, uh, we were at the, for they had Gary's vegetable dishes at one, and Tina's at, at the high level. Then she was like tearing, but I couldn't handle it. It was it was wow. Yeah, but one of the things that I really appreciate about the culture in India is are the people are so very accommodating. They want to accommodate your needs at, they, on every level. They do, and it's just wonderful how they just care for you. They're so grateful you're there. They treat you, I mean, wonderfully, like kings and queens. I mean, they do. I, Everybody, you were treated the same way. It was wonderful. I've never. Uh, the people are just so grateful and so kind, and. Uh, I, I love being there. I mean, I, I think I could live there for a little while. I love That's one reason I go back, you know, a couple of times, uh, and we'll go again and next year. I, I love the people. I love being around them. I love their, the way they're so grateful and appreciate, uh, you know, life, just life in general, and I'm so thankful for that. It's just a really good experience. And yeah, and you're going to see all shapes and sizes of people and you're going to experience. Mm-hmm. And again, they're very, and a, a lot of them, Judy, wanted to take our picture, whether we wanted to take pictures of them or yes. uh, the, the, yes. the, the, the places that we visited. I mean, it was like uh, they wanted to take our pictures. I, I thought some of the places, uh, the uh, there's so many different temples, Hindu temples, and our guests mm-hmm. were Hindu, so they explained. I did not know that much about Hindu, so they explained that to us, and it was wow. It was it was really quite interesting. Uh, of course, in India, you can visit the the India Gate, commemorating the Indian soldiers that died during World War One. Beautiful gardens. They have the Red Fort, 17th century fortress built in this towering red sandstone. A, a complex of so many, many museums. I had, I've heard about this, but um, we definitely went to it. Is the Lotus Temple? Did you go to that? And and uh, mm-hmm. yes, yes, remarkable. It's 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 shaped in a lotus. Mm. It's beautiful, and it's and it it's it's open to people of all religion. And um, mm-hmm. and they told me I didn't know this. There is a Lotus Temple in the United States in Willamette. I don't know what city is that, but I, that's what they told me. I did not know that. There is one. There are eight such temples in the world. And it's the only temple in Asia is in, in Delhi. Uh, one of the interesting places we went to is, uh, I can't pronounce all these names, is Q-U-T-U Minar, largest brick structure in the world, constructed in 1192 A.D. and has the tallest minaret in the world. And uh, it's like, wow. Uh, and it, it, I must go there on one of my visits. It's, it's very large and it's a victory tower when the muslim dominance over the over delhi and they de- defeated the last hindu ruler in what year um the other thing sadly it's the most polluted city in the world but second to beijing but it is improving and one thing they did in 2022 last year they 
all public transportation, they have lots of them, lots of public transportation, they're all on natural gas or hydrogen gas, one or the other. So they've got rid of all of their uh, gas engines and they've converted them. Uh, now, that is in New Delhi, right? That's, that's in Delhi, Delhi. Right? That's in Delhi. And uh, you'll see thousands and thousands, of course, taxis and cycle rickshaws and the automatic rickshaws. rickshaws. Right. I mean, they're, they're wow, they're everywhere. They're everywhere. But some of the... Now, we temp- had human rickshaws. We yeah. had lots of human rickshaws. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are quite a few. Um, lots of shopping, lots of things to purchase. Remember, you're going to have to bring all these back home or you can negotiate about shipping it uh, back to the States. Sometimes it's better to do that than to lug it and having to pay extra duty, et cetera. Uh, one, of, one of my highlights of being there was, was shopping. Uh, when we went to shop... Uh, the whole street had been blocked off. Wow! And all traffic had stopped. No people were allowed. Mm. When, when we when our vehicle drove up and we got out, we thought, "What is you know what is this?" Every all the merchants were standing out and you know doing their their traditional bow, and we were ushered into the shops and the doors locked, and we had the run of shopping. Wow! When, and no one else. It was like. You almost felt, I mean, I did, I almost felt like I need to hurry so these people can get <laughs> into there. But they were taking measurements, and they would, they would special make things. You could pick them up the next day. They were, it was just wonderful, just absolutely beautiful. We had the most fun doing that shopping spree. It was, it was very, very um, well done. Well, our guests took us to some of their shops that they knew of to make the, the, the festive, the, the, the cultural type of, I can't remember what they're mm-hmm. called, the ladies' dresses and and they're the, the ladies. The Punjabis that, and yes. also the, the, the So Tina got and, one, and we got to wear it. And she got to wear it at a couple of events that we went to, and, and, mm-hmm. uh, and the restaurants. And it was it was pretty pretty awesome as as well. The colors are gorgeous, aren't oh, they? Oh wow! And the, the craftsmanship is just remarkable excellent. as well. Absolutely excellent. Uh, did did you happen to visit the Pink City, Janapur? Japur, that's no, where did, no, that's where the Amber Fort's Japur. located. That's where we went there. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to experience elephant rides. I mean, if you go to India, you're going to see a lot of monkeys. That's the other thing, and you're going to see. I did a, do it. I did do elephant rides, though. I did do that. The elephant ride <laughs> was pretty uh-huh. remarkable. Uh, yes. That we we got to experience that. I mean, I felt a little bit for the elephant. I'm sure they're they're tourista, but. They seemed like the elephants were having lots of fun. They got to eat a lot, and we got, you know, photo shoot. But we got to – it wasn't like a two-minute ride on an elephant. It was like 30-something minutes of riding on the on an elephant. Tina and I, and the elephant was so nice with our, our guide in the front driving it. And we they we were going to ride camels, but we've already done that, so we decided not to do the camel. Right now we did uh, we did camels in Petra when we went to Jordan. Okay, we did the camels in Petra. Yeah, we we did it in Dubai, but uh, and and uh, the last one I was going to tell you the uh, uh, we visit Agra, and everybody, ninety nine percent of the tourists that come to uh, India want to visit Agra, and why? Yes, they do. The Taj Mahal is there. Yes, yes. And it takes uh, a full day of touring. There's so many tourists uh, from all of the world, and even locals. Uh, and it's a remarkable place. It took 20 years to complete. Did you know that? 20 years. Yes, it is absolutely beautiful. With 20,000 workers. That's a lot of people. I mean, it's That's big, but right. it's, it's a lot of but people. I'm just fabulous. 20,000? Wow. Built in the 1600s, and it's still there. And it was built for the emperor's wife that she passed away during childbirth. But it's, mm-hmm. but definitely take the time to. It find is a, a must. It, it is, is a must, must to see. And and uh, if you get a good guide, they will definitely uh, give you the rest of the story about that in there. But again, it's remarkable. What can we what can we say further about visiting the the country? So many things to do and see, and experience the culture the. The, the food, the people, the people, the, and interact the with people. Atmosphere. The people are very talkative, and mm-hmm. most of them know English or will definitely try to communicate. And last but not least, I don't know if you experienced this, Judy, but our guest said, because I don't know why I bragged to them about in the States that I like to go, Tina liked to go get massages. So our guest says, mm-hmm. Gary, we're going to let you have Indian style massages. And I didn't know what that meant. Uh, it was totally amazing. 
that Gary and Tina had it done two more times after the first time because it was the most exciting massage treatment that I've ever had in my whole entire life. So it's I agree 100%. So if you go there, everyone, you need to try an Indian massage. They're quite popular. Uh, with locals, so you do need a book in advance, and uh, they're quite reasonable, but uh, the the volume and the masseuses that I had were there 20 years, and a lot of them started when they were like 18, and now, you know, they're like super-duper professional, but it, they were totally remarkable. Of course, men do They men. know their stuff, for they, sure. <laughs> they do know their stuff, and I was so relaxed, and it was so different than I've ever had in the States at Massage mm-hmm. Envy or all those other, other places we go to. So uh, it is, is a totally, I highly recommend that you consider going to that country and um, experience uh the the culture and the cuisine and the the, the people as as Judy said any other parting thoughts Judy I mean this this 45 minutes went pretty fast I know my listener is going to yes, say Gary you need to have a show just talking about preparations <laughs> about going to see because I didn't cover Judy about 50 other helpful hints about visiting a foreign oh, country wow. I mean I have tons of things here I was I, you know I when I sometimes outline or quickly make notes. I, I get overwhelmed, and I said, and my, my producer said, I don't know where you're going to get this done in one hour or 45 minutes. I know, right? And it, you know, There's I, so much involved. I, I only went so to the first, it. like, eight, and we, we, did, we didn't even talk too much about the country in great detail. But, again, everybody experience it, uh, experience this, and it's a great time to travel. I know a lot of people are traveling the United States to foreign countries now to, to experience the culture there and where their roots for, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you, Miss Judy, for joining us today. Best wishes and best luck to you. And hopefully our paths will, so will, will meet again together very soon. I hope, yes. I hope yes. we can we can possibly go on a trip together, and that'll be a fun time going going together with you. That would be wonderful. Especially be you've wonderful. got you've been to probably more places than Gary and Tina's been to. So uh, oh, I don't that. know about that. You guys travel a lot too. <laughs> so again. Look forward and, and chatting with you. Give best regards to your family. And again, thank you for being give part of it. Give my regards to all your family. Tina, tell her I said hello. I will. I will. Have a good one, Miss Judy. Take care. Have a great okay, one. Okay. Thanks, Bye-bye. my friend. Bye-bye. Bye. Everyone, don't forget to pick up your personal copy of The Best of Times in one of our 270 distribution locations. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Thank you again for listening to our show. Don't forget next Saturday, May the 20th, to attend the Senior Health Expo at the Senior Primary Care Center located in Bossier City. I'm Gary Caligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on 1017 FM and 710 Keel. Be sure to tune in next Saturday at 9 a.m. for more Best of Times. This is 1017 FM and 710 Keel.